0: Welcome to the Living Jewishly podcast. I'm Dr. Elliot I'm And I'm Rabbi Yossi Saperman.
1: And I'm Rabbi Blue.
0: We talk about Judaism, and we talk about living, and we talk about everything in between.
1: And what it means to be Jewish and human in today's world. Judaism is not nearly
0: as boring as I thought it was. We're not selling you on Judaism. We're not selling you on living. We're just trying to get you inside of our brains, the way we think about stuff.
1: And the way we feel about stuff. And we'll try to be as real as possible.
0: By getting you into our Jewish brain, you'll argue a lot. You'll disagree. You'll love. You'll eat. You'll have a really good time. You'll learn a lot of things. And you know what? You might actually find that all those 3,000 years have been worth it. And maybe we'll even come out being better people for it.
1: Welcome to Living Jewishly Podcasts. You are listening to... What's in Your Toolbox, a monthly podcast on mental health. I am your host, Bobby Kay, a comedian, mental health advocate, and executive producer of the documentary No Magic Bullet, an honest discussion on mental health. Hello, everybody. This is Bobby Kay, and we're having our... Second episode of What's in Your Toolbox. This episode is called Need a Lift? You'll be impressed. That's a little key as to the guest that we're going to have. My guest calls me Uncle Bob. I'm not his blood uncle, but I'm an uncle because we're like kindred spirits. We have the same beliefs and attitudes. We have similar behaviors. I would say, and we can ask Michael, but we worry more than others. Sometimes we get hooked on thoughts and find it hard to concentrate. But we've been friends for 34 years because that's when Michael was born and I was there when he was born. And what really wanted me to have Michael on this podcast was he called me up and he asked me a question. He said, Uncle Bob, I just saw you No Magic Bullet and I don't have a force. What can I do? And I said, Michael, you've got such accomplishments in your life. So I think you need to come on here and talk a little bit about them. But before that, I want to introduce you to Michael B, Michael Bandler. And I want to ask him to talk a little bit about our 34 year relationship. So hi, Michael. Hey, Bob. Thanks for having me on the podcast. It's nice to be here. Well, I'm so excited that you're my second guest. Okay, so listen, let's. Tell our listeners before we talk a little bit about you need a lift and you'll be impressed. Let's talk a little bit about our relationship. Tell me a little bit about the highlights of what we've done.
0: Well, so here's the highlight that we've done. Like, this is the reason why we are such great friends, but also the reason why I give you call you uncle Bob. It's because I know your son, Aaron and your daughter, Elise, and, but we, we played pool together and also, we also skied together at Beaver Valley and it was such a great fun time. And I, I can go on and on, Bob.
1: There's lists, more lists than you think. But well, listen, you're sort of almost like an Oreo cookie between Aaron, my son and Elise. I would basically say that you guys were the three musketeers. And you and I We always have we're both like entertainers, you know. I remember you coming to my birthday and getting up there and making that great speech. Oh yeah. And of course I saw you all doing the Coven brothers show. That's right. You came up, you were like our roadie, and then you were dancing, I remember you were dancing. And then you came to some of my comedy stuff. And you always make me feel so good, Michael, when I see you. So let's go. And talk a little bit about why I call this Needle Lift. You'll be impressed. Tell me a little bit about your accomplishment and what you turned an interest, hobby, passion into a tool. So the tool is, of course,
0: powerlifting. And this is my passion because I love it. And I found something that I'm good at also. But it's also this whole tool thing. Is something that helps me mellow myself out. But also, it's also something that you can, I can use it to say, okay, I can go to the gym and I can use anger, whatever anger I have, and take it out on the
1: weights. So it helps you sort of relax. Yeah, and have a better day. But you just didn't go to the gym and... Have a better day. You worked so hard at this. It's because you loved it so much. And tell me what it was like, your journey, because you are the gold medalist for the Special Olympics in back squats deadlift.
0: So basically the journey is qualifiers where you can go to a a local gym or a local meet where wherever the meet is held. At a gym or somewhere. And then you go to city, which is all of Toronto. Then you go to provincials, then nationals, and then there's the world. Those are the steps that you have to get where I was in 2019 in Abu Dhabi. And it was, you know what? It was hard. Yes, but I was lucky to get there. And it
1: also takes great form and good perseverance great perseverance to do something like this so how long did all of that take and I mean I think it's very important for our listeners to understand you went to Abu Dhabi and got gold medal and tell me a little bit because I'm so impressed about the weight that you lifted and what you accomplished
0: so what I actually lifted was a back squat 452 A that's the back squat Bench press is three ten, and deadlift is five hundred one point five, and that—that's it all in pounds. But I don't know what the kilos
1: are. Well, who cares? You are you telling me that you lift it five hundred pounds? Five hundred one point five <laughs> pounds. You can't forget about that five hundred one point five. Well, that's an incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what? Let's go back to what you said to me. Uncle Bob, I don't have a force. What am I going to do? Can you see how that's a tool, Michael? Yes,
0: I can. But you know what? Like, honestly, the, persever- like, the perseverance is also with great form. And that takes a lot of time. You have to check yourself. That- that's how I- That's how- why I watch videos of myself when I look. I say, okay, what did I do wrong? And what kind of form am I doing wrong? It's all about the form
1: too. So you don't injure yourself. Well, that's the most important that you don't injure yourself. But if you watched or when you watched No Magic Bullet, people said to me, it took seven years for mindfulness, Bob, to become your friend. And the only reason that it became my friend is because I learned how to practice. I learned how to have patience and I learned to have persistence. So... When you first started lifting, did you ever think that you were going to end up as the world champion? No, not really. <laughs> I was just doing what I love,
0: and that's something that I wanted to do, and I'm still good at it. And I train every Tuesdays and Thursdays now with a trainer, a personal coach. And now, maybe next, starting next year, we'll be with a team from the gym. And there's three coaches or four coaches. So all my coaches are right there with me too. But I never really ended up. Never thought of that. So you do you
1: think it was that you loved it so much
0: was the reason that you excelled? Yeah. And I think it really helped me behind that. You know what I mean? Because I was really good at it. And I was with Special Olympics to four to five
1: years. Five to six years. Around there. Well, for our listeners, you are listening to somebody that has really accomplished accomplished something. I don't think any of my guests going forward will have done something as, as exciting as this. But since we've known each other for 34 plus years, Michael, tell me a little bit about some of your other interests that you love so much. So, I actually have a lot of interests.
0: I can name them all if I wanted, but I I game and I also, you know, snowboard and enjoy all that fun jazz and hang out with my family, friends, and seeing my
1: fiance, Michelle. Well, that's a huge accomplishment of fiance. I can't wait. Maybe I'll even get to come to the wedding. Yeah, you might be. If you're good. <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> the snowboarding because I know that you love to snowboard. We spent lots of time. At Beaver Valley. You're a fantastic snowboarder. I know that you use hard boots and you race, but sometimes do you ever just lose yourself? And before you know it, hours have turned into minutes. Yeah. Well, actually, I'll let you
0: let you in on a little secret. It's because of my fiance, Michelle. I'm going back to her. She really helps me. She's like the air, like the fresh of breath air that I breathe in. And she makes me feel free throughout my body. And that's how I lose myself inside. And I'm like, you know what? It's already been two hours of me snowboarding. (laughs) So it's like, you know what? I'm going to see what time it is. And then, yeah. And then I'm either I make my mind up or I keep going. So whether I'm done or not,
1: So you know that this podcast is really an honest discussion about mental health and it's all about what's in your toolbox. And I would say that you have a lot of interesting things in your toolbox that help you get through each day. Now, let's talk a little bit about I'm interested in cooking because you know I love to cook. And the reason that I love to cook is because aside from the fact that everybody ehas and oo-ah's and says that's great, it occupies my mind because you got to measure, you got to cut, you got to do this, you got to do that. So I know that you actually went to school and that you love to cook and you make a living at cooking.
0: So I went to a culinary art program to get my degree in that. To get my so I can cook in the kitchen. It's through a program called Hawthorne and it's something that it helped me succeed because they took the steps of okay you have this class and then you're in the kitchen or whatever you're doing and then after that I went to True True because luckily the chefs there knew a lady and so I went to True True and now thanks to my worker my My used-to-be worker, Andrea, she got me into this restaurant that I work at now called Fresh. And it's a plant-based food industry instead of all this meat. So would you say that you love cooking? I love cooking. And I did live streams for Facebook for Community Living Toronto. So yeah, I do love cooking. What some of the other things that you think you have in your toolbox? I have a wonderful family. And also, I know he's part of the family, but the dog, because he really is my best friend at the end of the day. And that's what my whole toolbox is. My toolbox is so big to the point where I have all these support workers, like a life coach, a worker, and of course my
1: family and my friends. And you, my Uncle Bob. Well, there you go. So, let me... Ask you, or let's talk about the fact that I went and saw you at one of your job, famous players. You were a puppeteer. Do you think that was a tool? Not really. But you, it was creative and you traveled. Yeah, I traveled. But also it was
0: a life size, but the players are in the dark and the audience can't really see them. So you basically make the puppets come to life. No, as a tool, it actually helped me become to find myself. So it's like that was one of my tools because
1: that also is where I started cooking, too. One experience turned into the other. But for me, I loved watching it. It was a real art form. It was a real form of expression. So I can tell you that that's so important with regards to Things in your toolbox. So, Michael, I have a BAST, Bob's amazing support team, and you have a MAST, Michael's amazing support team. So, I know that you've touched on Michelle and your family, but let's talk about how everybody needs to have a support system. And let's talk a little about, about your support systems. And of course, we share the same. Support system, which is your mother and father, Greg and Kala, who have always been there for me and have both gone through tremendous challenges in life. And I've learned from them and I know that you've learned from them. So tell me about your mast. So,
0: I, of course, we share the two people, which is my parents, Greg and Kala, and also my sister, Leah, and her boyfriend, Ben, because he is part of the family. And of course, I'm going to say Michelle, my fiancé, and her family. But also, I have an extended family, which is Mansfield and work family now, too, and my neighborhood family. So that's basically, and my coaches. I have a circle of support. So it's really, I'm really, we're both really lucky on that.
1: Well, I think we share that, Michael, in that we love to meet people. We like to talk to people, but I've talked to many people and a lot of them don't have a huge support system. And that's because you got to give to get. You can't just expect somebody. So we talked about all these people in your mast, Michael's amazing support team. And now you've added a lifelong partner, which is Michelle, which makes me so happy. So let's talk about some advice that you might have for others that are having challenges and what you think they can learn from what you've done in your life so far in your young life so my young life not my old life so here's some advice
0: I give everybody it's find a routine and keep that routine down because honestly routine is important during your life but also it helps you to find your true toolbox and your life toolbox and more and more and you know don't just have that common sense that's the most important thing that you can
1: have also well so wise michael you're wise for your 34 years you know it's interesting because we I've been watching the Olympics and here was this guy, is it Max Perot? Mm, I don't remember. Is he the is he he's the guy that that won the gold, but he ended up fighting leukemia. So there's a guy that basically accomplished a lot. Now, you might not be in Beijing snowboarding, but to me, you are an Olympic hero, Michael, with the accomplishments that you have done by going to Abu Dhabi, which is far away. And yeah, it's on the other side of the world. It really is. I I think that's fantastic. So let's finish this off by, I want to thank you so much for being a guest on what's in your toolbox and telling our listeners a little bit about what it was like in your journey and all the things that you have used in order to put one foot in front of the other, which is something that both you and I have to do. So I want to say that this is Bobby Coven and Michael Baylor saying, thank you so much for listening to episode two of what's in your toolbox. Next guest next month will be called the water girl. And you'll find out about her accomplishments, and what's in her toolbox. So, Michael, thank you so much. You were fantastic. Thank you, Bobby.
0: Thanks for listening to the Living Jewishly podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. It helps more people like you find our show so that we can continue to grow the Living Jewishly community together. You can find us at livingjewishly.org and on YouTube and Instagram. Living Jewishly is living well with everyone.